Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, the NFL plans to have a full season, a full 17-week regular season, full four-week preseason, and have the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl on February 7th in Tampa Bay. Who better to break the Eagles' schedule down than the Hall of Famer himself, Ray Dininger? Ray, thank you very much for joining us this morning. My first question is, what are your overall thoughts on the Eagles' schedule? What do you like? What do you not like? Well, um, it's challenging in terms of the opponents that they've got. Um, the NFC East this year, their out of their out of division games are against the NFC West, which is very tough, and the AFC North, which is really tough. I mean, they're they're drawing all the teams from those two divisions, and those are two of the best divisions in football. So, not too many soft touches there. And then their other two, the other two games uh, that are sort of out of division, out of conference games, are Green Bay, New Orleans. So, I mean, it could have been anybody, but they wind up getting Green Bay and New Orleans, who are two very good teams with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So, if you're just looking at who you're playing, uh, it's a challenging schedule. But I think in terms of when you play them now, this is all contingent on there being a season and it running on time. Uh, I think the schedule plays out nicely for the Eagles in that, you know, the first three games uh, you've got – at Washington, which was where you started your run to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, and then you got home games with the Rams in Cincinnati. Uh, I think they'll be favored in all three of those games. So in a year where you're probably not going to have any spring football and you may not have much of a training camp, uh, I think it's, it's good if you can start the season with some winnable games and kind of build a little momentum that way. And the schedule kind of allows the Eagles to do that. Uh, then they got a couple of tough road games at San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and then, ba- then Baltimore. So those next three games are challenging. But then they get a little bit of a break right after that because the Thursday night games, I think, are always difficult. It's a short week, especially for a team that has to travel. Uh, and the Eagles' Thursday night game this year is, to me, a very favorable game for them. It's, it's the Giants at home. So they don't have to travel, and they're playing a familiar opponent uh, and not particularly good one. So it's, it's, as Thursday night games go, that looks more winnable than most. And then that gives you a nice little breather and a little extra time to prepare for your next game which is also at home on a primetime game against the Cowboys. And then you have your bye. 
the buy falls right there in week nine, which is right in the middle of the season, which is exactly where you want it. So all of this stuff is actually fairly favorable for the Eagles early. Um, where it gets really tough is at the end, and it gets really tough at the end, where you have Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans, what I think will be an improved Arizona team, and then at Dallas right after Christmas in a game that could very easily be the game to decide the division. Yeah, I agree with you that, that it's certainly a challenging schedule, Ray. I mean, I saw when it came out, when, when they ranked the NFL, or rather some people in the media ranked the level of difficulty of each schedule based on last year's records of every team. The Eagles, when you look at it that way, are, are, have an easier schedule because of the record. But I don't necessarily agree with that. I agree with you that it is challenging. And I think it's challenging because of that latter half after the bye, especially that three-week sequence of Seattle, Green Bay, New Orleans. When you look at this schedule, Ray, what's the most intriguing element to you? Well, um, I guess the most intriguing element to me is, and and we don't know any of this now, is just um, what will the world be like in September? You know, I mean, the NFL is trying as best it can to run everything on schedule. Uh, they did free agency on schedule. They did the draft on schedule. They issued the schedule on schedule. <laughs> you know, so they're, they're trying to keep while all the other sports are dealing with the uh, with with the quarantine. The NFL is trying to conduct business as usual, and to this point, they've been they've, they've done that. Um, but do we really, really think there's going to be preseason in August? Do we really, really think they're going to be kicking the season off uh, early in September? I don't know. I mean, to me, it still seems like a stretch. And then um, the question is, uh, what, if, if the league really isn't ready to start on time, um, what are they going to do? Are they going to take this whole schedule and push it back and start it, say, in a, you know, take the whole season and just push it back four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, and start it in October, but play the games in the same sequence and just play the Super Bowl now at the end of March instead of February? If you do that, okay. But if you just cancel games early, uh, and let's say the first four weeks of the season get canceled, and you're going to start in week five, then the Eagles lose what looks like three pretty winnable games to start with. You know, then you, then maybe you lose those three games: the Washington, the Rams, and the Cincinnati home games. So, you know, that those are the things that we don't know now, the things that we don't predict. But you know, right now, if they get to play the schedule the way it sits in front of them now. Uh, in a year when I think it's going to be really hard to kind of get organized and get your team up and running, and easy games early will matter a lot. The schedule, as it was issued last night, I think gives the Eagles a running start. That's interesting you brought up, you know, I guess that we're, we're talking hypotheticals here, but maybe the possibility that they might have to cancel games. Because if they do, uh, and I'm sure you saw this, there was a report earlier this week that the NFL was going to start its first four weeks with the non-conference games, NFC versus AFC. So if it does have to come to a situation, Ray, when they do have to start canceling the top half of the schedule, which, like you said, which not, would not be favorable to the Eagles because it is a favorable schedule for them, should they have gone that route of NFC versus AFC for the first four weeks? Um, I was a little surprised. I thought that, I thought that they would uh, build the schedule with more of the division games at the end. So that you wouldn't have, so the schedules would be relatively balanced. Um, and at the end of the year, if you wound up playing 12 games instead of 16, or 10 games instead of 16, that most of them would be games within the division playing each other. So that, and when it's all said and done, you couldn't say, "Wow, this one team had a much easier schedule than the other." Just have the teams that are playing head to head playing within their own division. I thought that's what the way they would stack the schedule. 
Um, and they didn't nearly as much as I thought. Now, the Eagles finish up with, with a couple of division games. They have Dallas-Washington at the end, and, and most everybody plays within the division the last two weeks. But I thought there would be more of that. I thought it, would, I thought it might be the last four weeks might be played within the division. So um, I think the schedule kind of expresses the league's feeling of confidence, that they, they think that they're going to be able to play. Now, under what conditions they're going to play, I don't know. I mean, are they going to have to play – uh, you know, in empty stadiums, <clears throat> at least early in the season, mm, I think that's real possible. Um, but you know, the the thing is, right now we're 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 trying to live in a world that we've never we we have no idea what it is, where it is, where it's going, uh, and you know, the pro football is, is a part of that whole equation. So, you know, right now we'll just continue along the road that the NFL is on right now, which is just, we're just going to try and do as much as we can on schedule and hope that by the time we get around to the summer and then the fall that we're all ready to play football again. Um, and there'll be tailgaters and there'll be people in the stands and there'll actually be a home field advantage. That's one of the great questions here. If you have a season without fans, which remains a possibility, what do you make of home field advantage? Does home field advantage even exist if there aren't any home fans? I don't know. I hope we don't have to find out. I hope we have. I hope by the time we get to fall that we're back to life as normal. But it hasn't been life for normal for a while, so I think we're just going to have to wait and see. I definitely want to follow up on that on that aspect of fans that you brought up, Ray. But before I get to that, my, I, I'm wondering. I'm curious what you think. Um, was it unwise? for the NFL to release the schedule at this point because there are so many unknowns? Should they just have held off until they know for sure that they can start on time rather than potentially have to switch a lot of things around? Well, no. I, again, I think, they, I think they just want to keep running everything on schedule until, until they're told otherwise. Uh, and, uh, you know, if they, I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have contingency plans a b c d e all the way through the alphabet uh that if this happens we'll do this if this happens we'll react here if this happens we'll adjust this way i mean i'm sure they have walked through and talked through every possible scenario uh, but at least for now at least until they're told that they can't do something they're going to continue to they're going to continue to, to do business the way they've normally done it i i fully expected that and uh you know it's um the fans, it, it's so funny, the fans have reacted to the release of the schedule exactly the way they would in any other year. You know, I hear the fans this morning looking at the schedule, and they're just, they're just assuming that everything's going to start right on time. I mean, I, you know, somebody was, I heard somebody this morning saying, okay, open up with Washington, okay, we'll win that game, then we can, I mean, everybody's, you know, everybody's, and I think they're just desperate for it. I think people just, just want to try and get back to a, a normal life, and part of normal life is the beginning of the NFL season, so, I think until told otherwise, the NFL is going to continue to try and keep things right on track. In terms of the fan aspect, right, if they can't be in the stadium for however long, who knows, but if they can't be in the stadium, how does that change your view of the level of difficulty or not difficulty of the Eagles' schedule? Well, um, home games won't feel like home games. And and I've always felt, uh, and this goes back, as far as I've been following the Eagles, which is 50 years, uh, that the Eagles have always had a profound home field advantage, that the fans, that they have tremendous fans, knowledgeable fans, uh, enthusiastic, passionate fans, who give their team a real advantage. When, uh, you know, whether it was at Connie Mack Stadium or at Franklin Field or the Vet or now at the Link, um, I mean, the buildings change, but the fans really don't. Uh, and that home field advantage was something the Eagles always had. And when they were good, man, the fans could take that game to another level. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, if you, if you looked at, uh, if you talked to the betting people and how they set lines and stuff, and, you know, home field advantage isn't the same across the board. It's not the same number of points stadium to stadium. Some teams have a real home field advantage, other teams not so much. But the Eagles have always been weighted heavily towards a home field advantage, and it's, you know, it's not because of the grass, and it's not because of the architecture, it's because of the people in the seats. And if you don't have those people in the seats, then that changes everything. So, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm 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 a glass half full kind of guy. I mean, I'm sitting here hoping that until I'm told otherwise that there's going to be an NFL season. But if if it starts and uh, there aren't fans in the stands uh, and there aren't tailgaters and you know, we're still we're still social distancing in September, it's going to feel unlike any other football season we've ever seen. But right now, we're living in a world that's different than any other world we've ever seen. Most certainly, and assuming, Ray, that fans are able to come back to the stadium by late November, early December, with that three-game stretch that I spoke of earlier, Seahawks at the link, Packers on the road, obviously, and then the Saints at the link, that three-game stretch, Wilson, Rodgers, Breeze. How do you think the Eagles match up in that that three-game slot there, and how much will that impact their season? Well, I think that's, you know, that's where if, if the season goes off on time and plays out over the course of those 17 weeks, that's, that's really going to kind of be make or break because the schedule, the schedule early is fairly favorable. And right through to the end of November, the Eagles have certain advantages here, but it gets, when it gets tough, it gets real tough. And that's the stretch right there that is no question. It's really tough. I mean, you got Seattle here on a Monday night, which, Normally, you say a home game on a Monday night is an advantage for the home team, but Seattle is really good in primetime games. They've been the best primetime team in the NFL for about the last seven or eight years. And it doesn't seem to matter if they're playing home or away. I mean, they'll, they're really good in those kinds of games. So you got Seattle coming here, and then you got Green Bay. And it's going to be the, this is going to be the first time. I, I, I was looking at that, and I thought, when have the Eagles ever played Green Bay in Wisconsin in December? You know, one of those classic frozen tundra kind of games. And I looked up; they never have. Oh, wow. The Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles, the latest the Eagles have played November games uh, in Green Bay, but they have never played a December game in either in either Green Bay or Milwaukee. So this will be the first. I mean, this this figures to be the first time the Eagles have ever had to try and go out there and play a game under the frozen tundra conditions. And then the week after that, uh, while you're still falling out, you have to play Drew Brees and the Saints, and we know what the what the Eagles' history with the Saints has been recently, and with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. So, yeah, I mean, those that, that could be the three weeks right there at the end of November, the beginning of December that defines your season. But I still think it's going to come down to me, just on paper now, just evaluating the teams. Uh, I think that the Eagles and the Cowboys are, the, once again, the class of their division. And... Um, I kind of, I kind of have a feeling the the division is going to come down to that December twenty seventh game, Eagles at the Cowboys down in Dallas. I still think it's going to come down to that. It usually does, and I think it, I don't don't think this year will be any different. Well, you're right. I was about to say the same thing. It usually does. Ray, thank you for the time as always. I could talk to you for for ten more minutes. I, I really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight, and look forward to the next chance I get to talk Eagles football with you. Stay safe and be well. You too, David. Look forward to it as well. Thanks, Ray. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of WIP and NBC Sports, Philadelphia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.